And good morning, NASCAR fans. Welcome to Green White Checkered here on ESPN Radio. PJ Zuko, Brandon Bain here with you this morning as we get set for the start of the NASCAR Cup Series playoffs this evening at Darlington. Round one starting tonight and a short track traditional feel to this round one with Darlington, Richmond, and Bristol set to complete this round one of the NASCAR playoffs and I can't wait to get things kicked off this evening. We've already seen some racing there at Darlington over the course of this weekend. Yesterday the Xfinity Series able to get out and race there yesterday. Noah Gregson snaps the 49 race winless streak there at Darlington. Grabbed the lead on lap 143 and never looked back. Brandon in the rest of the way and uh, not only that but also just announced he'd be back with JRM uh, in 2022 so you get a new race deal go out and grab a new victory snap that winless streak and get back into victory lane uh, there yesterday for Noah Gregson yeah, I think PJ kind of uh, you know gives you a little bit of uh, you know relief in a way. Uh, you're stressing, you know, am I going to be back? Uh, what, what's this contract going to look like? Is it going to be a one-year deal, multi-year extension? What what am I trying to do in my career? And kind of get that knocked out of your plate, and then turn around and uh, you know go in and win that race. I mean, what what good momentum, especially you know there again in the playoffs in Xfinity. So uh, yeah, I mean, amazing race. You know, uh, you, you had Almendinger up front and Denny Hamlin there for a while, uh, you know, in the early stages and uh, Hamlin spins right there at the, you know, towards the end of stage one and uh, Riley, Riley Earth had a pretty good little accident. He had a hard hit. I mean, there's a little bit of drama, man and that's one thing that, uh, you know, Darlington is known for. I mean, just such a very tough racetrack to go race at. Uh, passing is very hard to do and, and now they even added in that extra new little repaved strip. I think it's like a 600-foot strip uh, that's repaved that's got all this new grip in it and uh, there was a lot of questions about how how much that would affect uh, you know that that set of turns and, and getting in and entering an exit just due to the fact of the grip that's going to be there on a track that that was one of the worst parts of the track uh, grip wise and just handling wise a lot of bumps a lot of cracks a lot of age to it um, so it's gonna, it's going to be interesting you know to see what transitions over from yesterday and, and some of the things we saw there to what we see here later on this evening uh, when we get these cup cars in but uh, I tell you what JR Motorsports is, is making some moves, man. I think Noah Grayson has a, a, a huge amount of talent, uh, you know, and I and I love his uh, I love his personality, man. He's a little firecracker, you know. He doesn't take any BS from anybody out there, and uh, you know, always willing to stand up for himself, and, and definitely aggressive enough to put himself in situations where uh, you know sometimes they work out and sometimes they don't. But he's not scared to go for it. Uh, and, and Atlanta was a prime example of that. Uh, had had some trouble there earlier in the spring in that spring race at Atlanta, and uh, comes back to have a great finish and I tell you if uh, if a couple things wouldn't have happened I think that uh, that nine car for JRM would have been in the uh, in, in victory circle there at Atlanta Motor Speedway as well earlier in the year but uh, yeah big congrats to them and big congrats out there to JRM on another win and uh, man I tell you what it's, it's going to be a good one tonight I'm, I'm ready for it and, uh, what, what, a, what a great racetrack to uh, start the NASCAR playoffs to yeah, whoever whoever made the schedule, well, they they did a great job being able to pick Darlington uh, to open up the two twenty. 20- 21 playoffs and I certainly can't wait for that and uh, like you said exciting racing there uh, yesterday as well and uh, a shot in the arm maybe for, for Noah Gragson uh, to be able to secure that deal here for 2022 and go out and win the race there yesterday as you mentioned like you said he, he has a ton of talent and, and you can see him uh, really be able to put it all together and when you can see that during the course of a race it's it's really fun to see really fun to watch um, I, I, I know 
uh, some people he can get under some people's skin with, with just his aggressiveness or or things like that. But I like to see that from a NASCAR driver, no doubt. And like you said, I like to see him be able to stand up for themselves as well. And that might rub some people the wrong way uh, but at the end of the day I, I like how Noah Gregson is able to do that and able to go out there on the on the track and do the same thing now um, does it get him in, in, in some trouble sometimes yeah maybe but at the end of the day that's that's something you're, you're willing uh, you're willing to deal with I think if it means you're standing up for yourself and in your mind you're, you're doing the right thing uh, for you so uh, I think Gregson like you said has has a ton of talent and I think you know, when he puts it all together over the course of one race, it's amazing to see. I can't wait to see uh, when he's able to put it together kind of consistently and, and up there winning winning races and fighting for race wins uh, almost every week. And I think we're going to see that kind of turn the corner with Noah Gregson here possibly in 2022 and especially in that JRM equipment uh, with, you know, they're always up there in the top 10. And that's not necessarily what I'm saying. I'm saying up there in the top three, top two, and kind of always one of those guys to be up there fighting for a win. I think Gregson is right there. I think he needs a little bit more consistency, but I think that's something that he could be building into uh, here for 2022 and, and getting that deal with JRM was absolutely huge for him. Uh, as for the racing at Darlington, yeah, it was fun to watch there yesterday, no doubt. Uh, great passing, great, great Great side-by-side racing. Saw some three-wide racing uh, there at Darlington yesterday. So I'm very excited to see what the Cup cars do later today, and especially that transition from day to night. How much of an effect is that on the cars and on the racing specifically? As uh, you know, things are going to be slick and and sliding around during the course of the day at nighttime. Grip is going to tighten up a little bit. Guys are going to have maybe some more room to to go out and uh, even even do some more things, do some more passing. So uh, we'll see what happens later tonight for uh, the Cup Series as well. uh, Brandon, something I'm excited about and uh, a lot of people uh, might scratch our heads and ask why but uh, at the end of the day you know we, we haven't seen the next gen cars but we've seen one next gen car uh, on a track at a time and we haven't really been able to see uh, how they race each other or anything like that well uh, next Tuesday and Wednesday eight teams are, are bringing next gen cars to Daytona and I certainly can't wait for that as you know even though it won't be something that is televised and whatnot we're getting closer to seeing what this car can do on the track with other cars around it and what the racing uh, is going to be like. Obviously, at Daytona, you have the restrictor plate, so it's going to be a little bit different. Uh, but we're getting closer and closer, and I feel like this this eight-team uh, next-gen car test at Daytona uh, just is just a sign for that, you know? Yeah, I can't wait till next year. I mean, you know, we're we're I, I absolutely love the race car and the generation that we're in now, and the things that they have done to get the racing to the point it is with this model, you know, kind of race car. Um, so I, I'm I'm kind of biased in the fact that I think the racing over the last two two and a half years have been absolutely amazing, and it, it only continues to get better every year. So I really hope that this next generation car does everything that NASCAR and and teams have put the time into. 
to develop to where it is a you know a lower cost, more efficient to where it, it kind of tightens the field back up, and we don't have uh, you know the big organizations like the Joe Gibbs and the Penske's and the Hendricks going out and and you know dominating everything. Which it, I, I don't think it's going to change much. I still think they're going to go out and dominate, um, but I think at least you know that back half of the field is going to be able to at least go out there and compete um, and have some really good runs. And who knows, maybe surprise some folks. I mean, we saw it this year um, with as many different winners as what we had in the first, you know, 10, 11 races. So uh, I think it's just something we're going to have to put, you know, on, on eyes and just have to kind of get get a look at. And, uh, you know, it's going to take probably, I would say, the first eight, nine, ten races um, of next season before I think these teams really start getting some things kind of dialed out and lined out and we see uh, that really good racing that we're seeing now. I think there is going to be a little law there just due to the fact of it being a brand new uh, race car and not having the data and everything on it to, uh, you know, to, to go back off of, you know, like an old crew chief, uh, you know, book, hey, man, we ran this three years ago. This is similar. Let's see what it looks like. Um, yeah, but uh, I tell you, I, I'm excited to see these eight guys get on the track. I mean, it's pretty much a, a guy from every one major, major team in the sport. And I know that you've got a Darty racing out there. And uh, I think it's either the 37 or 47, one of them, Ricky Stenhouse or, uh, you know, Ryan Priest is going to be out there for them. So it's going to be interesting to see if, if they, uh, you know, if they tag team up and, and get in a group and run it, uh, or if they just do some laps or how many cars they link together. And uh, from what I was reading, a, a lot of it's on data on these tires. Uh, they're moving up from that 15-inch uh, rim that they have now, 15-inch tire, to an 18 next year. So they want to see uh, if that's going to have any kind of wear and tear over some longer runs and what it does in a pack and uh, all kinds of different information they're going to gain off of that. So super stoked to see what these uh, next-gen cars do. Like you said, PJ, not not as a single car on a track running laps, uh, you know, making times, but hopefully maybe as a, a two, three, four, five car, eight car pack, and uh, let's see what these guys can do for you know ten laps or so, and see see how these cars handle and what adjust uh, adjustments NASCAR. Uh, makes to him after that but uh other than that man i am so ready to uh to get that thing on track and take a green flag with it and see who's going to be the uh, first winner in the new uh the next gen car yeah for sure no excited to see how this test goes uh there tuesday and wednesday of next week eight next gen cars on the track there at daytona and of course uh, we're getting closer and closer to see what that really looks like hopefully we'll see some clips there after that test next week and yeah ricky stenhouse jr uh gonna be in there for jtg doherty racing and actually it looked like jtg uh going to a one car team next year uh, some news coming out this week one team full-time there for jtg and and it looks like Ryan Priest is going to be looking for a ride. But before we get to next year, we, we got to finish out this year and the NASCAR playoffs. And Brandon, last week we talked about the guys who we thought probably wouldn't make it out around one. Well, this week we'll preview who do we think is going to be standing for the championship four and battling for a championship there at Phoenix. We'll come back and talk about our four NASCAR playoffs favorites here on Green White Checkered on ESPN Radio. And welcome back. It's Green White Checkered here on ESPN Radio. PJ Zuko, Brandon Bain here with you once again. Also, be sure to remember uh, Brandon Bain and Rubbin' and Grubbin' every Wednesday night at 6 there at Coach's Corner. Uh, go ahead and have some great food, great drinks, a whole lot of fun there at Coach's Corner, some entertainment. And, of course, uh, Brandon Bain will catch you up on all your latest NASCAR news and get you set for the NASCAR weekend every Wednesday night at 6 o'clock at Coach's Corner. If you can't make it, be sure to tune in to the Coach's Corner Facebook live feed or ESPN Savannah Hilton has Facebook live feed as well. Uh, there for Rubbin' and Grubbin' every Wednesday night 
at six. But yeah, Brandon, looking forward to the NASCAR playoffs here. And sure, there's going to be bumpy roads. There's going to be crashes, things like that over the next 10 weeks, which decide who makes it uh, into that championship for at Phoenix. But right now, as it sits, who are the four guys that you're most confident in to be there at Phoenix, duking it out for the championship in the championship four uh, later in the NASCAR playoffs? Well, TJ, I mean, you know, we say it all the time, and I, if I wasn't going to take my uh, my guy, I, I'd be backing up, you know. So uh, when we talk about that four right there at the end of the year, uh, I think the biggest question is is who's going to survive? Uh, you know, who, who's going to have all these parts put together? Who's going to make this happen? Um, and, uh, you know, even even though we talk about Chase Elliott and that being my bud, I tell you what, man, uh, I think you got to put the five still in the, in the forefront of it. Uh, I mean, Kyle Larson has had now absolutely amazing season uh, i mean this was one of uh you know we were a uh, very dominating season we're so used to seeing denny hamlin and kevin harvick with these race wins um and leading all these laps and, and coming off of last season and looking into this season and going okay we're going to see something very similar to that they're going to be up there who's going to be that next guy that kind of steps up and and you know competes with them and we saw the total opposite this year man i mean we saw uh you know martin Truex go out and he's got his wins and uh but uh nobody is dominated the way that Kyle Larson has dominated. So I'll go ahead and put him as number one on that list. Uh, number two for me, as I alluded to earlier, you know, I'd be naive if I didn't, uh, you know, put my boy Chase Elliott in there. So we'll take the nine right there in number two. Um, you know, won the championship last year. I think this is a very similar feeling uh, to last year as well. I really absolutely love the way Chase Elliott goes about um, his seasons and, uh, you know, just the way he kind of manages his race in, in a sense. Uh, unless he's got that absolutely dominating car to go out and lead, uh, man, he just bides his time. It's very Gordon-esque, if you will. Just bides his time, waits, makes the moves when it's time to make the moves and, and make that run to the front, man. So I think if he can kind of get a little bit more uh, momentum going, you know, get the stuff cleaned up between the crew and, and pre-race inspection and, uh, you know, very similar to last year, like I said, got into a must-win in Martinsville, won it, turned around and wins Phoenix. So uh, hopefully it doesn't come down to having do that this year. Hopefully he uh, you know, has a pretty good lead there going into that final race there at Phoenix and, and can hold on and win back-to-back because, uh, I mean, it hadn't been done since Jim Johnson, man. So it'd be nice maybe to see another back-to-back championship. But uh, three for me, and I tell you, the third guy on the list, this this is a really hard spot for me uh, because there are quite a few guys that are going to be in there. Uh, But I really think I look at a guy like Joey Logano. Uh, There again, I think he's building some momentum up. I think that, uh, you know, he's been there. He's done that. Uh, You know, I I just don't see this guy missing this final four. He's pretty much been in it, I mean, as long as I can remember in recent uh, you know, recent history. So uh, we'll see if he can keep it together there for Roger Penske and, uh, you know, get it, get himself into that final four, but he'll be on my list. And uh, I tell you what, man, the fourth guy, oh man, this is, this is a tough one too. I think uh, it's a guy that we haven't really talked too much about. Uh, you know, he, we've been wondering what's been going on with him. He hasn't been able to make it, but I'll go out on a whim here and let's take the 11 of Hamlin. Um, mm. I, I just think that at some point in time, they're going to hit on something over there. He's going to get his win, and I think once he does that, it's really going to get momentum rolling for him. So we'll see if he can put himself in there. Uh, but I do want to say this. I have gone on uh, rubbing and grubbing and said, hey, don't be surprised, man, if you guys see an all-Hendrick all Final Four. I think it would be kind of crazy. <laughs> um, but when you look at these these races on this on 
these last 10 races at the schedule and what they've done earlier in the season and some of them and what they're able to do uh, as a whole, man, it, it would not surprise me if a couple guys uh, slip up and these guys can come in and get some wins, man, lock themselves in. So we'll just see how it all plays out. But uh, like I said, Larson, Larson, Elliott, Logano, and then we'll take Hamlin right there. That's going to be my final four. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you. Those are really good picks. And like you said, wouldn't be insanely surprised to see an all-Hendrick Final Four by any means. I mean, you have Alex Bowman, William Byron, uh, both guys that have been competitive all year have gone out and won races. So uh, I, I wouldn't be surprised at all, especially with, uh, you, you know, you have this isn't a year that one guy other than Kyle Larson, um, other than Kyle Larson, there hasn't been a lot of other guys that have gone up and just taken the bull by the horns, you know, and, and been those uh, consistent challengers other really than, than Chase Elliott. Uh, so in in some races so uh, it's been impressive to see for sure uh, I think uh, I am right there with you one and two Kyle Larson and Chase Elliott I think you know if you're, you're talking about getting to the the championship four uh, Kyle Larson is my overall favorite uh, my, my number one lock definitely going to make it if you're talking about winning the race and winning the championship I think my favorite would actually be Chase Elliott right now just with how he races there at Phoenix, uh, going in uh, last year and having the dominant car that, that he did, and one of the dominant cars uh, anyway, and, and able to go out there and win the race and solidify that championship. And, of course, uh, they raced at Phoenix earlier this year, and how he was able to race there, raced very well, was, was very fast. Uh, so I think in the actual race, Chase Elliott would be my favorite. But getting there, uh, Kyle Larson, uh, definitely going to be my favorite. Either way, they're, they're one and two for me. I think uh, number three is is a guy that has been really strong this year after a really down year last year. And uh, my number three is going to be Kyle Busch. I think he's going to make it back into the championship four, and he's going to be competing uh, for another championship. I wouldn't be insanely surprised if he went out there and grabbed one there at Phoenix because, I mean, you talk about skilled drivers and whatnot. He's one of the talented, if if not uh, the most talented driver on the circuit uh, in NASCAR right now. Uh, but, but also, just if you're going out and you need to win one race unless it's specifically 2021 and and you have Kyle Larson and all the equipment today but if you're giving me one driver to go out and win one race right now it's probably Kyle Busch that's probably the guy I'm I'm going with uh just because of how talented he is uh so yeah give give me uh there at number three uh Kyle Busch there to be able to make it and uh number four you know is is a bit of a wild card for me uh you know Denny Hamlin is out there Martin Truex Jr. is out there and you have the consistency with with Toyota and everything. Ryan Blaney's been really hot lately, but I'm not sure if he's going to be able to hold that consistency all the way um, to the Final Four. Uh, I'm actually going to go with a guy that's going to be with a different team next year and going to be in an ownership role. I'm going to go with Brad Keselowski to make it uh, back into the Final Four, and uh, he, he seems like he's a guy a lot of times he's right there in it or uh, right there on the outside looking in. Uh, a guy that competed for it last year and, you know, I think had one of the best cars there as well. Uh, give me Brad Kozlowski. He's down there on the favorites list and hasn't been amazing so far this year. But I think, uh, you know, he finds a way to make it in there to the championship four uh, there at Phoenix. So I'll go with Kyle Busch, Kyle Larson, Chase Elliott, and Brad Keselowski there for my championship four. Of course, we'll all see how it shakes out about uh, nine weeks from today and uh, obviously see how that championship race goes at 
Phoenix. But we'll come back. Round one starts tonight with Darlington and the Cookout Southern 500. We'll come back and make our picks for that race here on Green White Checkered on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, and ESPNCoastal.com. And welcome back. It's Green White Checkered here on ESPN Radio. PJ Zuko, Brandon Bain here with you once again. And remember, uh, Brandon Bain every Wednesday night at Coach's Corner uh, for Rubbin' and Grubbin' there at 6 o'clock. Uh, go to Coach's Corner, get some great food, great drinks, and get caught up on all your NASCAR news. Get ready for the NASCAR weekend uh, there every Wednesday night at 6 at Coach's. If you can't make it, check it out on the Coach's Corner Facebook live feed or ESPN Radio Savannah's Facebook live feed as well. But Brandon, round one of the playoffs uh, kicks off tonight, or, or is the, the green flag is waved on it uh, this evening out at the Cookout Southern 500 there from Darlington, uh, green flag at about 6.15 and, and uh, looking out for, for round one, starting this thing off. Who do you think we should look out for this evening to go out, grab this first victory, punch their ticket to round two in the NASCAR playoffs? Yeah, this one's a little tougher than earlier in the year. I got an extra 100 miles in there, yeah. and uh, I tell you, a lot of different variables. And, and as you alluded to earlier, PJ, the, the transition from day to night, you know, we all know that's key. And as things start getting a little more grip, guys starting getting a little crazy. But uh, I tell you, man, Lady in Black, track too tough to tame. Uh, we saw Martin Truex has just been absolutely dominating this thing as of late. Uh, you know, Kyle Larson had a runner-up finish earlier in the spring. So, uh, man, I tell tell you I, I just i'm really feeling the momentum my dogs won last night we got them tigers man went ahead and uh, defense showed up got to get some offense going but uh seeing as that being said elliot was on a game day man and big dog fan so we'll roll with chase elliot this weekend man i need i need my boy in the nine to come out here go ahead and get another one of those crown jewels into uh, uh into his ring man here in, in nascar to go ahead and seal the deal on his legacy but uh yeah i think the nine man i think he's been having really good momentum i think if they can keep things like i said earlier pit road avoid uh, all kinds of uh, issues that they can man and go out and run a good race they got a good shot of getting it done uh two for me we'll go martin truex jr i mean as i said the guy absolutely killed it in the spring uh larson came up you know tried to make a late run at him just kind of ran out of time and as of late martin truex jr at darlington is just the, the man to beat so uh we'll put him in there uh three for me We'll go with another guy there that I think uh, is very consistent and having really good runs. Uh, you know, we'll go Kyle Busch, man. Kyle Busch would be the third guy on my list this week. Uh, you know, like I always put him in there for the most part. I mean, as you said earlier, third on your championship four. I mean, the guy's just consistent in the amount of talent he has. Uh, and, and in a way, really getting into his prime of his career right now. The, the next ten years for him are probably going to be the best part of his career that he's had. Um, so it, it's going to be interesting to see. But we'll take him third tonight. I, I Expect a good run out of him. Uh, four for me. Everybody's wondering where the five's coming in. We'll put Larson right there in, at number four to, today. Uh, I, I still think, like I said, he's the guy to beat out here for the championship. I think that it, it's just the things that he's done this year, not only in NASCAR but racing in general, has just changed the game. Uh, he, he is just a amazing talent. So uh, there again, I think if he can get some things going, uh, you know, kind of get some things cleaned up a little bit. Uh, we haven't seen him be as dominant as we did in the 
earlier in the uh, season and uh, earlier into the summer. Uh, over the last few weeks, we've kind of seen him not be as dominant. But uh, there again, like I said, I think that he uh, has a really, really good shot of getting it done today. Uh, five for me. Well, man, we'll go ahead and take a guy that I put in my championship four, which a lot of folks are like, what in the world? I will probably go ahead and take Denny Hamlin, man. Uh, there again, kind of has a knack for Darlington. He's won it a few times, a couple times there. Um, always seems to bring good equipment, especially in this race. Um, so we'll definitely see what he's going to get done today. And if we're looking for a dark horse guy that's out there, uh, go ahead and mark me down for Eric Jones in that 43. Uh, man, I tell you, he, he's had a pretty good little career there at Darlington. Uh, hopefully he can go out and get a really good run for Richard Petty Motorsports in that 43 today. And uh, there again, another dark horse, which we'll just keep saying, man, that uh, not really too much of a dark horse. But if any, if there's going to be any track here in the first three that this guy's going to get it done, uh, Kevin Harvick's got to go get a win today, man. So that would be the, uh, the, the other dark horse sleeper guy to take. Oh, you're right. He really does. He, and at very least, he needs a really good finish. So we'll see if Kevin Harvick is able to do that, like the Eric Jones dark horse pick as well. As you said, a, a big race win uh, earlier in his career at Darlington and uh, obviously has always been a track that he's been really good at as well. As for my favorites, uh, yeah, I'm actually going to slide the five all the way up to number one. I feel like this was one of the first tracks that we kind of uh, saw Kyle Larson uh, show his strength at earlier in the season uh, before he rattled off all those victories and became uh, the, the most dominant driver really in on the racetrack and he started showing that speed and then all of a sudden took things over so uh, I don't know, give me Kyle Larson I'm feeling it tonight, We he comes out sets the tone for the playoffs and, and makes, makes his mark there this evening at Darlington, if he's not going to win it, it's going to be Martin Truex Jr uh, this, this racetrack that he just flies around and gets around so well you look at any race over the past five or six years at Darlington, he was up there racing for the win. Of course, you, you look at last year, really the only reason why Kevin Harvick won that race is because he came up too early and wrecked himself and Chase Elliott. Um, he probably would have won that race if, if that wouldn't have happened there. And sorry to, to give you that visual once again, but uh, you know, obviously that, that was a, a tough night for both him and Chase Elliott. But uh, at the end of the day, if, if Kyle Larson isn't going to win tonight, it's going to be Truex. And you talk about strong at Darlington, both races last year, Chase Elliott, I feel like, should have won. And, um, you know, he, he might be able to come back and, and show that same kind of strength this year to start off the playoffs. I'll go with Chase Elliott, number three. Uh, Kyle Busch, that consistency uh, back in his life, his racing career, as it seems like he's always back up there racing for a victory. And if he's not, he's racing for a top five or a top ten. Uh, there's There's been some bad luck here and there uh, with some wrecks that have not been his fault by any means over the past uh, few weeks and maybe over the past few months uh, but with Kyle Busch still uh, the talent's always there obviously and, and he's shown way more consistency this year than he has uh, there last year so give me Kyle Busch there at number four number five I know I didn't pick him in my championship four but I do think this momentum is going to continue tonight maybe the next few weeks Ryan Blaney and, and everything he's been able to put together all the top fives the two wins he's been able to put together over the past few weeks 
I think that momentum keeps coming tonight. I, I don't think he gets the win, but maybe he sneaks back into the top five here this evening. Keeps that momentum going uh, for now with that number 12 car. And if you're looking for a dark horse other than Kevin Harvick, Eric Jones, uh, Chris Buescher earlier in the year was able to come out and get a top 10 uh, here at Darlington. So uh, let's see if Chris Buescher is able to come out and um, uh, you know make an impact here this evening, possibly sneak into the top five or a top 10 with a solid run at Darlington later tonight. But uh, that's going to do it here for Green White Checkered on ESPN Radio as we look forward to Darlington this evening in the cookout Southern 500. Be set for that one with Green Flag at 6.15. For Brandon Bain, I am PJ Zuko. This has been Green White Checkered on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, and ESPNCoastal.com. Hope you have a fantastic week. Happy Labor Day. Stay safe. God bless.